Mexico always sounds like a trash can. Hello and welcome to episode number 45 of Unrelenting, October 7th, 2022. I am Darren O'Neill coming to you from just outside of Chirac. And where are you, Gene? I'm in Mexico. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Does that sign say Mexico or does it say Moscow? (laughs) The weather's a little different, I'm guessing. It's uh, pretty much the same thing, right? Probably. (laughs) Which one has a currency that's worth more at this point? Uh, well, you know, interesting. I something I didn't realize is the Me- Mexican peso has been going up against the U.S. dollar. Really? Yeah. So you are you investing in pesos now, like you, you did? You don't in rubles? get as many pesos for dollars as you used to last time I was here. You're like, wait a minute, no, no, I'm angry white American. Give me more. Yeah, I think there's an awful lot of those. I I haven't run into a whole lot of people here that are not angry white Americans. Really? Because yeah. they're taking all of the people that don't want to be in mexico what's the problem with america now is yeah i don't think the population of mexico has changed with all these people coming across the border because there's just as many people coming to mexico interesting yeah well, there's and there's a lot of people coming up from the south that mexico tries to stop yeah or do they nobody knows and then the uh-huh. question is why and then they get to the united states and then we send them to sanctuary cities now which i think is genius and i can't believe this hasn't happened for so long well there is a cost involved i mean it's not like we can bust them or fly them out there for free yeah that's you know it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and then they get there and they go no 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 i love it i love well the the thing that that is just absolutely awesome to watch are the videos of the people, not not the elites, but like the the people that voted for the elites, the ultra libs, literally standing there in front of the buses with their horrible Spanish, which they learned from their maids, and then <laughs> welcoming these people and trying to put a brave face to it. It's like, yes, yeah, we're consistent. We, you know, we want these people here. Uh, you know, uh, Buenos Dias and uh, welcome to America. And and that person over there will take your information to get you signed up as a Democrat to vote. You know, it, it's <laughs> it is cringe. I guess cringe is the best way to say it. What's going on there? Is that this is an alarm? It is an alarm. <laughs> is that for uh, you to wake up? I probably need to turn that off, shouldn't I? G needs to wake up right now. I know. I know. Right. I was like, God damn it. I need to get up in the morning. He's having a bad dream. Uh, As is America having a bad dream right about now. I think there's a lot of people trying to figure out whether they can wake up or not. Well, this is where the, okay, uh, I need to. How the <laughs> frick do I silence this shit? You, okay. You're not That's a tech great. guy. I get it. I know. Right. This now like, sounds. Quit. Come on. Get, don't give me a goddamn alarms. All right. I just want to hear the phone being thrown through a window or something. Uh, it's not the phone. It's it's the laptop. That's the problem. Oh. Um, so, yeah, a couple of things. Since I am traveling, one, uh, if I sound different, that's why I'm not on my uh, preferred mic. Two, if 
you start hearing some kind of crinkly sounds or something, let me know because then I will try not to replicate whatever is creating that. But since we're going to be chatting for a while here, um, I may forget that I'm not on the good mic and decide to, you know, get up and pour myself a drink or something. <laughs> so, so uh, the sound quality may shift. Uh, well, it's all good though. Had well, we hope the Mexican vacation has let you relax a little bit, get you ready for the winter surge you're going to have from Russian apologist uh, rations or whatever you're selling. Russian apologist rations. <laughs> I think that's what you call it, right? Uh huh. I keep forgetting okay. the name that it's going by. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, the elections are coming up here and the phone calls are starting and I can't stand that. You're already making phone calls? Holy shit. No, they're they're coming in. Even though I have a oh. uh, a system through UMA, which oh. is a voice over IP system where you can use all of the available lists that are out there. And it's kind of a community source thing. It's kind of like ways for telephones, I believe, because the more people complain about a number, uh, then it puts it on a list like, OK, this is a, a, it. You're right. It's a nuisance yeah. call. It'll send it directly to voicemail, which mm-hmm. is at least better because the phone's not ringing all the time. But right. all of these political ads, it's like they're all the same. I mean, does does it really work at this point? It, it feels like so very spam. And then we've asked that question for years. Why? Spam. Right. Why does spam continue coming? Because somebody's falling for it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And the thing with political ads, here's the thing I've never understood is these people primarily are trying to get a hold of you to get a donation from you for their campaign. Yeah. So they uh, want you to but tell them you're going to come out and vote. Yeah. Well, but beyond, I mean, usually that's what they, the, the calls coming out the last week before the elections, those are all get out the vote calls, right. but all the calls happening right now for another month and a half still want money. are, I need money calls. And and then you think about, okay, well, what are they spending money on? I mean, why do they need Calling like me. <laughs> $10 million? And yeah, and you think about it, what do they do with that money? Well, they have a bunch of volunteers that are unpaid sitting there making phone calls. Uh, they have some costs to print the junk mail that you're going to throw away without even looking at. And uh, I guess for the bigger campaigns, they have some radio ads maybe and i don't think anyone's doing television political ads these days at all so the only thing that's left is facebook ads well the television i think are all basically streaming stuff so they're doing the same kind of ads but you're seeing well but streaming stuff doesn't cost what television costs oh yeah so my point is basically they're spending 90 percent of their all the money that comes in they're spending on uh facebook or youtube promoting their youtube video which is why mark and Zuckerberg's this is the happy. biggest waste of money in the world because all you got to do is just get on the tim cast show is that all you have to do tim cast just gives you an audience like nothing else in the uh internet world there are so many of the local politicians it's, it's interesting uh i want to know how many where it really matters beyond just what party you have behind you. Well, I'll tell you, when I ran for office, one of the things I, I didn't realize is that of the money you raise, 
Um, well, the two things. One is you can get matching contributions from the government, which is awesome. Uh, totally legitimate businessman and all. Well, that's deal. It's it's there. It's like a standard thing, right? And then the second thing is you don't have to spend all your money on buying ads. You can buy equipment and you can pay salaries. And this so is you, where the shadiness comes in. Right. Because, I mean, you maybe need a really good masseuse for like 20 hours a day. Oh, that's a standard thing. You, I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean, not saying that we did this, but we could have done this had we wanted to. Let's phrase it that way. I remember taking a long ass limo to the gun range and shooting a whole bunch of fully automatic weapons. And that was a campaign thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you mm-hmm. video it? Take a picture? Was that the? It uh, was a. Uh, it was a high donor event. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. But I mean, there's all kinds of shit that people spend their money on. So, so none of it is good because the only thing they really need to do is pay for a mailing list. That's literally it. Everything else, I think, is uh, extraneous. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah. I mean, I know the people that know them personally maybe will vote for them or not, depending on whether they like them or not. I just Mm -hmm. don't know on almost any level with all of this. Like you said, you're getting a bunch of stuff in the mail and you kind of glance and throw it away. And it's like, but I've never heard of any of these people running for office even on the most local level. Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to, besides for the amount of people who are actively engaged in politics, which is probably like 3%, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Everybody goes in and goes, it's a, it's a, it's an R or a D. Yeah. I don't know how else most people, which I, I've, I've really like been an advocate. Uh, I think there's very few of us, but an advocate of getting rid of the R's and the D's. It wouldn't make sense. I think well, if I think you don't they know what party the person's in, shouldn't fucking vote for them. Well, I think they did that in California, believe it or not. Although I don't think there are any R's left in California. So, well, that's easy in California. It's a mono party state. Yeah. Uh huh. So you don't have to so worry. If you have about multiple it. people running, they're all running on the same platform. Right. Which means none of them are really any different than the other. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I I do think that the part of the reason we're in the mess that we are with the uh, administration that's taking us into a nuclear war is because of this, because of uninformed voters, uh, people that have zero clue as to how many states there are in the U S yeah, I don't still going in and voting, but they'll, they'll tell you which Kardashian sister was the last one uh, that posted well, something on Instagram. That'll be a very useful thing to remember when your face melts. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the last thought going through their mind. Mm-hmm. Are you really yeah. worried about a nuclear war? I mean, I know there have been people uh, in the trial. Oh, it's room happening, dude. It's happening. They're like getting their iodine tablets. And uh, yeah, well, that's the idiots. The, the smart ones got them a year ago. <laughs> You've been, this is, well, isn't this part of the uh, Russian prepper preps cat, uh, package? You've got you get some iodine, a couple band-aids. Bottle yeah, of a vodka. couple of band-aids and iodine. That's pretty much it. You described the package that hasn't been sold yet. Yes, exactly. It's going no, to be that's awesome. the, I'm, I'm really pissed that this war is not coming on schedule. It's, it's ahead of schedule. So I haven't gotten my full line of products out yet. But, uh, yeah, there's still an amount of people out there who won't acknowledge or even understand what a proxy war is, I guess. that There's no proxy war at this point. It's, it's just 
war between the two superpowers. Well, they're still pretending and saying it's not, but that's where uh, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd mm-hmm. came out and was actually saying that. And I mm-hmm. guess he was in the middle of a scene. I don't know why. I guess maybe this affects it somehow. I don't get it. But he was in the middle of a deal, much like Bruce Springsteen did last year or so. Mm-hmm. to sell his whole writing catalog and it was about the same bit it was about the same amount it was we're talking about a half a billion dollars or so okay and he started making these comments about how this is a proxy war and it's wrong and yep. you, and yep. they're like the, well the deal might fall apart and i'm like why do you think pink floyd listeners who are going to be the ones buying this anyway are going to be angry that roger waters said this i it's but this it's is the world the Pink we live Floyd in. listeners that are paying the money right the people paying the money absolutely are but it's like the, you're still going to make the money off the pink floyd listeners who don't care what uh it's not about that so many people keep thinking that it's about these, canceling it's about yeah it's about it's, hurting it's, somebody it's about power it's not it's not about the money the money's worthless everybody knows that it's about power they think they can probably get them to shut up because hey you want us to you want us to buy this no, the buying it was a, again, buying his catalog wasn't about making money off of it. I mean, they're certainly not going to lose money off of it, but buying the catalog was about flexing. It was about showing, oh, yeah, you know what I bought last weekend? Yeah, the Michael Jackson catalog. What'd you buy? You know, it's, I can barely it, afford it's a, a comp- loaf of bread. <laughs> it's a competitive thing. It's a competitive thing. It has nothing to do with them liking his music either. No, it's it's because they believe they can make money on it. No, it's not. That's why I'm telling you right it's an now. Investment. It, you think it, it has buying nothing it just for to tough... do with making money. This is no that. different than buying a Rolls Royce, dude. I, I don't you buy, buy that. a catalog like that. You're buying something you can brag about having that is unique. Well, I could buy a Rolls Royce and I would still think that might make you money as well. Well, if you want to believe things will make you money, that's fine, but they don't have to. My point is, there's a level of amount of money that you get to, and this is best experienced if anybody has a friend that is on Wall Street. If anybody has a friend that is that you know from college uh, took their uh, crappy as finance degree and turned it into a three million dollar a year salary, uh, these are the folks. And the personalities is what I'm talking about. The personality of that type <clears throat> that you very quickly realize that they've already made all the money they're going to need for the rest of their lives. At this point, it's not about the money. It's about flexing your abilities, what you're able to do. And whether it's silencing somebody, whether it's buying somebody's music catalog, uh, it, whether it's buying Twitter, it's not about the money. It's about that action and how people will perceive you as a result of doing that action. And speaking of the Twitter thing, has that yeah. not been hilarious? Well, I'm getting kind of bored with it, honestly. Well, it's coming to an end now, so it is going to be boring. Well, but- I'm hoping it's coming to an end because it sounds like that, you know, he was in, then he was out trying to go out and then he flip flopped and he said, I'm in. And then the board said, nope, we're not going to sell it to you. No, that's not how it went at all. Well, how do you think it went? He went that he wanted to buy it. Yeah. They at first did not want to accept it. Then they accepted mm-hmm. his offer. Mm-hmm. And everybody went nuts. 
Yeah. Because Elon's going to change Twitter, which I mean, let's hope somebody does. Mm-hmm. But then everybody went nuts and then everybody was elated that Elon questioned the amount of bots or whatever. So the deal was pulled. Mm-hmm. And then all the people that were so upset now, all of a sudden, Twitter's like, we're going to sue you if you don't buy us, which yeah, is exactly. It's just very strange to me. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the end result seems to be now that whether he wants it or whether he's stuck with it, he's getting it. And mm-hmm. I do believe that means, uh, I mean, there's speculation. We'll see how fast all this stuff goes down, but there's speculation that Donald Trump could be back on Twitter before the midterms, which that would be interesting. Yeah, and Trump's already said he's not rejoining Twitter, so that's not going to happen. Well, um, I can understand that because now he's got his own social media and he wants people to come over to his own social media, yeah. which is failing like the worst little piece of crap ever. But I have no idea. Again, this is an indicator why Trump shouldn't be present. He he got the good idea of saying, well, screw you. I'm going to take my toys, go home, start my own damn service. That was good. But then he manages to get together with people just like he did when he was president that do not have his best interests at heart. And they're just trying to make money off him. And that's exactly what happened here. He could have joined, uh, you know, on a, a Mastodon server and had a huge installation there. He could have joined um, Gab, which was really the, the, they're a little too religious for my taste, but they're basically the guys that kind of were the initial alternative platform when uh, Torbuck started getting kicked off of everything. Um, there's a, a lot of different things that he could have done, but starting a service with company that no one's ever heard of like this was not one of them. But we've you know, learned. They, We've learned through history that the first company that is successful with something is the one that holds a ton of power. Well, the first, absolutely. But when you already have second and third and fourth that exist, you don't come in as the fifth. You get a deal done, especially when you're a billionaire, you get a deal done with the second or third. Well, this is what I brought up yesterday. Everyone's always known of. And I haven't seen anything like this in the media. But what if Musk offers Trump in? Be a part of Twitter. Own a part of Twitter with me. Let's all be kumbaya. I think I think Trump's got too many bad advisors, and he's too stupid to realize they're not good for him. That's possible. That is possible. Yeah. If it sounds like I'm talking funny, man, the the uh, the new crown. You know, I bit the side of my mouth like in the first day. Oh. And, and now it's hard to talk without biting this cheek. And then uh, dental work is not fun. Oh, it's not. It's not. It, I mean, all you got to do is remember back to childhood with the freaking uh, braces. I never had them. I should have gotten oh. them because I could have used them, but uh, I never wanted yeah, to go through the hassle. Well, you were like a unicorn in my school. Everybody had them. Really? I don't think it was mandatory. <laughs> you had to have good teeth. I mean, if uh-huh. you, you were in Minnesota. Wait, I don't get this because young boys in uh-huh. Minnesota yeah. are, are usually losing most of their front teeth anyway. <clears throat> in hockey well, accidents. that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have braces. So when you play hockey, <laughs> keep your teeth in. <laughs> your, your teeth stay in. They don't fall out like everybody's. Yeah. No, I had my share of hockey events. A few pucks in the mouth. 
uh, yeah, I mean, like a lot of bloody noses. <laughs> Were you more of the uh, finesse player or more of the enforcer? Uh, I I would not say finesse, but I, I wasn't really an enforcer either. I mean, I, I just generally just did not, um, I didn't really like slow down much. So you just ran into people. So if I'm going in a particular direction, dude, then and then you're in front of me, I'm not going to be trying to avoid you. I'm going to go through you. Nice. So, but you know, that's that also made for a lot of pissed off players that decided to throw down the sticks and get into a little fisticuffs. Yeah, but hockey is so different. That is still a gentleman's game, even when fighting most of the time. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you take your gloves off. And you ask nicely. I think we talked about that once. There, yeah. The, uh, yeah. There's videos out there of like polite hockey fights. You want to go? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> good luck to you. Thank you. And then they go <laughs> well, just beat the hell out of each other. I don't then, know about the good luck to you part. I think you're exaggerating a little. No, there was one. I'll have to, I'll have to find it on you're YouTube. Kidding. It was right. actually, okay. you know, good, good luck. luck to you. And it's like, and then it was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. Are you sure it wasn't all well, good luck to you? Yeah, maybe. I guess it all depends how you say that. How do you say it exactly? But the, yeah, but all the um, all the weasels are now dumping on their their homeboy Elon. I just saw a tweet from uh, uh, Gary Kasparov, the uh, ex chess player, player who yeah. got beat by a computer. Yeah, well, he wasn't that, using anal beads. That's the problem. Yeah, that's probably the problem. Uh, the who are you to reward years of Putin's war crimes with Ukrainian blood and land? It's amazing. It's it's truly amazing that all these Nazis are coming out of the woodwork now. Well, most people seem to believe that the amount of money that uh, Zuckerberg put in to the last election made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Elon's got that kind of money. Why can't Elon just offset all that? Elon is not a conservative. And, I, and this is why he's been the darling of these people for so long is elon is a socialist libertarian but it's all about power so maybe he just wants to go with the other people well he's starting to realize i mean he's finally at that age where he's starting to realize power is more important than money and maybe that the people that are spewing the idea and here's the interesting thing about politics when it comes down to just ideas a lot of the stuff the radical left says sounds really good mm-hmm. until you go well how are you going to pay for that and what is the human toll on the mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. but the yeah. concept on its own was like we have to save the planet well yeah who doesn't want to save the planet i don't want to save the planet do <laughs> that but why are you selling prepper goods? oh wait that makes sense you're selling the prepper goods for when the planet goes poorly now, the planet's going to be just fine it's the humans that are going to be out of luck but that is the, the thing where if you don't really pay much attention, you're like, oh, of course we want women's rights. You know, of course yeah. we want, you know, it's again, how you frame everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, apparently there is pushback on Twitter. On which part? The buying of? The, uh, yeah, they don't want to sell. Wait, this is, is this the latest thing? Yeah, this is, I read that last night and I just double checked this morning. Yeah, it's in court now because, uh, uh, the, uh, the Twitterers don't want to sell it to Musk anymore. 
I don't understand. They were suing him to take it. <clears throat> yes, and they would like to get the money <laughs> from him for not buying it, but they don't want him to buy it. Don't you understand? It's clear it's, as daylight. We just don't want him to control it, but we'd like his money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Yes, that is correct. Um, but, of course, if they prevent him from buying it, then he gets to sue them as a stockholder on behalf of stockholders for issuing their fiduciary responsibility on behalf of the stockholder, which is a brilliant thing about him already being a part owner when he wants to buy it. Yes. Cause he's that, a part of that board. He's a part of that. Then. So he, he gets to sue them, which I've done once before too. And it is very pleasurable to sue the guys that, that are fucking with you. Um, or they, well, I guess I had it the other way around. I had a company that was suing me, but I was on their board of directors or their board. And so I got to ask all the fun questions at the annual meeting, like, why are you spending all this money on, on frivolous lawsuits? <laughs> because we don't like you. <clears throat> and I had a little problem, apparently, with me. But um, you can imagine why. You know, most companies that I've worked for have gone out of business. <laughs> is, is that on your uh, consulting business card? <laughs> yeah. Well, not. <laughs> yes. Work me, go out of business. I mean, companies that I actually with me. So you're working hard to put them out of business. Well, I just, uh, I think that I'm, I'm trying to keep them alive on their last throws is the way I would look at it. But it's like one of those things where the patient is already gone. There's not much you can do mm-hmm. with the Twitter thing. Do you think that Twitter as a whole has the kind of influence that everybody is kind of inferring that it does meaning okay let's just assume elon takes over or any crazy conservative takes over and plays the exact opposite game that has been going on on twitter so rather than all of the conservatives which it seems again my point of view from what i've seen if all of a sudden all of the conservative voices are lifted and the liberal voices are quieted it's not going to happen, but, but sure, if it, even for the if sake of did, argument. Let's yeah. just pretend that did. Does that yeah. change anything when it comes to the political climate, the voting results, uh, anything at all in the United States? Mm-hmm. Does that have an effect? I mean, it, I, um, yeah, probably it gives it gives all the news media one less uh, source to say on Twitter today, blah, blah, blah. Because Twitter's going to be, uh, no one's going to mention Twitter anymore. Twitter will disappear. It'll in fact, it'll be really good for uh, Facebook if Musk buys Twitter because every reference to Twitter, and they're happening literally every minute right now in uh, traditional news media or even online news media, um, they'll all change back to Facebook. Like it'll be awesome for Facebook if Musk buys this thing because they're going to mute Twitter. No one will say a damn thing about Twitter. It'll be as though it doesn't exist. So this is why I think it's a stupid move for Musk. I think his net worth is going down by buying this thing. But again, it's not about the money for him. So he doesn't really care that his net worth is going down because he'll make up for it on the rocket side or whatever side, the satellite side, you know, car side. But, um, But yeah, I think that as soon as that deal is final, there'll be a... Uh, 
like it doesn't even have to be a formal agreement. It's just going to be a taken for granted agreement from all mainstream news that you do not mention the word Twitter or any comments of anybody on Twitter ever again. Well, then how long before Jack Dorsey or somebody just spawns another version of Twitter that's for the liberals? Uh, well, Jack Dorsey is really not a liberal either. I mean, he's just gay. Uh, so he kind of, I think, feels like he wouldn't be accepted into conservative circles. But Dorsey is another, he's very similar to Musk. He's like a left-wing libertarian. But will somebody create that, recreate yeah, it exists. that service? It's called Gab. Gab's been <laughs> yeah, around no, for the, years now. The liberals aren't going to Gab. How often do you see Gab mentioned in mainstream media? Never. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Twitter is going to become. But if Twitter disappears and they need the new Twitter, and I don't think it's Facebook because nobody really uses Facebook is not a friendly. Does anybody really ever use Twitter? No. I think a lot of people use nobody Twitter. Nobody uses Twitter. No, it's all <laughs> fake bots. Well, there's a lot of I haven't of bots. been on Twitter. I, I shut down my account four years ago. Well, you're not average. No, I'm ahead of average. That's what I'm saying. In the last four years, I think everyone shut down their account. And you're right no with point the fact being that on Twitter. not only does the media reference twitter twitter has become the media there's been multiple times where it doesn't even matter the news source anymore whether it is an aggregator like drudge or off the press or whether it's fox news or cnn by the way you know drudge is not a conservative no of course not yeah i don't even know if he still owns that site or if it's it's been taken over yeah but there have been a bunch of stories some chinese company it's quite possible, but there's a bunch of stories where you click on it and it like just takes you to a Twitter thread. Like that is the news. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very bizarre that that's the point we've gotten to yeah. where the major news aggregators and sites point to conversations on Twitter like they're a news article. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's anybody can say anything they want. I mean, granted, okay, maybe there's somebody that there's a journalist or an independent journalist that you trust their opinion or whatever, and that's why you're linking to it. But it seems very strange to me for that to be treated as news. But I don't know if that really affects anybody who doesn't have their mind made up, because let's just pretend for a minute that elections are fair. and realize that the people on the left always going to vote for the left the people on the right always going to vote for the people on the right there's only a small group of people or maybe it's it's the largest group group of people it's the largest group that's the thing is the people that always vote the same way on both sides are small it's the middle group that are just usually people that don't know how many states there are in the u.s (laughs) this is what everybody's trying to go for because that's who determines election and uh where are they being convinced? That's the that's what we're going to find out. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think mostly by Cardi B. Really, this is who we're listening to. Uh huh. That's good. That's good. good. Yeah. I I don't think Cardi B is in the center of anything. <laughs> I think, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, Kanye well, Tesla is down four percent this morning. Whoa! Wow. Hope you don't have too yeah. many. What do you have? Like a million? Twitter in is Tesla's? down one percent. Just under one percent. Uh, yeah, on Thursday, Associated Press reported that Musk's lawyers said they wouldn't accept that the company, the Twitter, would not accept Musk's offer. Wait a minute. 
I just want to understand this. Mm-hmm. The last volleying back and forth was Twitter. After Musk backed out using the reason that they wouldn't give him real numbers, there were too many bots, so he didn't feel it was mm-hmm. valued fairly. That was Musk yeah. saying, I'm pulling out because of this. Yeah. And then Twitter went, wait, 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 fuck you. We want you to buy it. You have to buy it. We're going to sue yeah. you because you pulled out. Yeah. So then Musk well, came back it's, in with, It's not about they have to buy it. It's like you have to pay the penalty then. But and he's saying, and his arguments, his lawyer is saying, well, we're going to pull out, but we're not going to pay the penalty, which is a billion dollars, uh, because the deal was structured based on lies. Therefore, we don't owe you any money. But rather than deal with this in court, then he said, well, OK, I'll pay you the full price. Well, I think here's what I think happened. I have no inside knowledge here, but this is my suspicion is, you know, how he posted his little, hey, guys, we're getting too damn close to nuclear war and all my stuff can disappear if that happens i will no longer be the richest dude anymore <clears throat> so, who doesn't want to be the richest dude yeah exactly so how about uh we get uh, ukraine and russia to the negotiating table obviously uh you know there's a few concessions that have to be made here and that got him a fuck you musk message from the uh the ambassador of Ukraine got him the Gary Kasparov of like, who the fuck do you think you are message? Well, yeah, because and Ukraine it, is rolling in the money. Yeah. And exactly. And it got, uh, Zelensky who is himself a billionaire, uh, amazing for an actor in his, uh, late forties that he's already a billionaire, especially um, an actor, not in no the one's United ever States. heard of five right. years ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, uh Anyway, so and you the back and forth with him. I think Musk. This I think the buying of trigger thing was, or the buying of Twitter was triggered by this exchange with Zelensky. Because what happened is, uh, yeah, I'm sure you heard the story. I'm sure everybody else is too. Is that when Musk sent his original message proposing that there's some negotiations that happen? The that was based on a poll that he put up. <clears throat> and the results of the poll were basically that uh, should should Ukraine uh, and Russia try and negotiate, uh, or does you know Ukraine need to keep on fighting? Fight, no yeah, matter keep on what. fighting till the end, right? Right. And when Musk sent his message, the results were sixty forty in favor of negotiating, and because it was over that a million. Is the people. logical answer. That that is based on people that have Musk as a somebody they follow on Twitter. Once the Zelensky crowd got that, they called the State Department, which kicked in the bots. Which is incidentally why I've always been suspicious of this deal happening at all, is because one of the biggest uses and one of the ways that Twitter generates money is from the condoned bot farms run by the State Department. And which represents probably 30% of Twitter. So once that happened, Zelensky bitched and replied, and the poll instantly flipped around. Kind of like the elections, you know, elections. When you went to bed, the election that wasn't monitored by international monitoring agents that should have been. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it turned into a 41 uh, 59. On the opposite side, where most people are saying, of course, Ukraine should keep fighting. 
But and, I heard that uh, there were elections in these areas. Is that not which, true? Which in, areas? In, in Ukraine that voted. There was elections? Yeah. Well, that was the whole deal, that there were elections where the people in the questioned areas yeah. said they would rather be a part of Russia. They want to be annexed by well, Russia. Yeah, exactly. But they don't. Apparently, they don't matter. Well, no. It's, the, it's, don't you know the elections were false? That They, they were rigged. Yeah. We're, we've been yeah, told they were the rigged elections, elections could never be yes, rigged. Because the U.S. Didn't, didn't run them. The Democratic Party didn't run these elections. Therefore, they're rigged. Well, and I believe uh, even Putin came out and said, well, let's let's do another election with oversight. And if that's how the people vote, that's what happens. And then the Ukraine's like, no, no, no. Well, it's like, well, wait, but then how? Yeah, Why? I mean, this is that this is the irony. So the 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 saving of the Ukraine that Ukraine is talking about is literally the areas they've been bombing and killing children in for eight years straight. Like, what exactly is Ukrainian about the area that you've been bombing for eight years? Uh, incidentally, the first elections were held in 2015 in Donbass, where overwhelmingly over 90% of the population said they want to join Russia. So what happened right now in 2022 just reaffirmed what the original elections demonstrated uh, back seven years ago. That yes, <laughs> they, they think that their country was stolen uh, by pretty damn obviously the United States, but by these uh, elites that are very pro-Nazi, pro-Ukrainian, anti-Russia. And uh, and so they were they've been fighting them for eight years straight before Russia ever joined in. And they they held their referendums back seven years ago and decided to that given the choice, they would much rather be part of Russia. And the only part here that Ukraine doesn't like, the only part Zelensky has a problem with, is they're taking their property with them, their land. Right. Because that's where they live. prefer them to leave. Because they, right. you know, as soon as he was in office, he, uh, he effectively told them that if you're not going to be part of this new Ukraine, then why don't you go back to Russia. I mean, like I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but effectively that was the message and uh, they are. Well, and the logical, they're going to move the logical thing in almost all cases like this would be some negotiation is going to be needed. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's like, well, no, we have to keep fighting no matter what is very much like uh, mush brain Biden saying if china goes does anything with taiwan then we're going to have american boots on the ground there it's like mm-hmm. no 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 you can't you can't well, say that. and that's that was the other revelation of course yesterday is that we do have american boots on the ground in ukraine oh there's no question yeah no i mean they that would that slipped out yesterday that absolutely we do and even if you didn't have official troops from the united states the mercenaries have already mm-hmm. been there and you can make the case that you know, a gun for hire, it doesn't really matter where they come from, but it kind of does. There, Well, there's a couple of things there. One is there. there's no prohibition on Americans going and fighting in Ukraine. Uh, so you're not. You're not breaking you're not the law. Disallowed from doing that at all. Now, in some countries, they're starting to realize, oh, yeah, we need to put these into laws that people aren't allowed to do this. Because it'll, it'll make Russia target us right, well, with their 
their next uh, tsunami bomb. Well, and rightfully so, when it's American missiles that are coming over, it doesn't uh, yeah. matter it, who's firing them. I think the whole boots on the ground thing is becoming like, going to become less and less of an issue because we're getting closer and closer to conflicts. And we, we and like this has been a continuous journey to conflicts where there are almost no people involved on one side and only people involved on the other side. So the U.S. has already been doing this in the Middle East for a long time, where most of the fighting is done with drones. Which makes where sense. We're just bombing shit uh, selectively. We're not actually sending a unit in to clean that up later. Like, we consider it in, enough to just bomb a, a cafe with some uh, kids sitting there and drink coffee and uh, and leave it at that. And I think this is going to be happening more and more in the future for everybody. Um, U.S. is just technologically advanced, so we're leading the way. Um, plus, it's harder in the U.S. to convince the population that the, the deaths of the population are worth it. China doesn't have that problem. China doesn't have to convince anybody that it's worth sending a million people to take over Taiwan. The U.S. is going to have trouble convincing 100,000 people are worth taking over Taiwan. Well, when does the U.S. start getting hit with drone strikes? I don't know when the U.S. starts getting hit with drone strikes, but <clears throat> I, I have heard, again, you know, I'm sitting here in Mexico. Um, there's they, a lot of Americans throwing, here. They keep throwing you out of the United States and you keep getting back in. I appreciate I, I that. sneaking across the border and, and back into Texas. Exactly. Sure, I, you, I don't understand. How do you sneak back in in a bright white Adidas tracksuit? You'd be surprised how many white Adidas tracksuits there are <laughs> coming crossing the border. Right oh, now. is that why you bought a thousand of those? You just kind of uh-huh. like give them away and then mix in with the, uh, <clears throat> with the population. You're giving Adidas tracksuits and the long like ZZ top beards from like a Halloween costume to people. And you're like, that's it. It's a Halloween costume. Let's, let's <laughs> say that's what it is. Exactly right. That's yeah. phenomenal. Oh, I got my, uh, I had the mariachi band playing for me yesterday. It was great. Just for you, or were they there for other people as well? They just come to your room? Well, I mean, I guess there were other people there, too, but I was the one telling him what to play, so that was nice. I thought maybe you were getting a nice massage in your room, and the mariachi band just kind of wandered on in. Strolled on <laughs> Hey, I don't know how things are in Mexico. It could be like that. Uh-huh. It's just like that. They have wandering mariachi bands just walking into your room, correct? Yeah. Sounds relaxing. Now, have you had any yeah. Mexican food while you've been in Mexico? I've had tons of Mexican food while I've been in Mexico, and I haven't felt at all bad about it. Well, why would you? It's excellent. Well, I don't like Mexican food. Really? One. And two, it, it, it has a history of giving me heartburn. Oh, that's right. We've talked about that. Yeah. But not this and, time? Uh, and so far in Mexico, nothing I've eaten of Mexican variety has given me heartburn. Maybe people aren't trying to poison you on this trip. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, huh? It's possible. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of immune to a lot of poisons, so I'm not sure what uh, what people are trying to give me. I don't know. I had some, uh, I don't remember the brand, but it was a refrigerated soup. I was like, oh, that looks good. It was a mm-hmm. broccoli cheddar soup, and that Ooh, was. That does look good. You know, it was a mistake, though. I mean, I just, it, I had a very bad reaction to it. I don't know if there was. Mm you know a chemical or something weird yeah you know in the soup because i mean i didn't get uh 
nauseous but the uh the heart rate went up to like 100 beats per minute and was just a little sweaty and i'm like oh am i having a heart attack or something uh mm-hmm. but uh it, then that went away and you know for the next day or so i didn't really want to eat much because uh you know the stomach was just yeah. a little off but it was like it was kind of yeah. weird was a uh, well was, i mean that could be that it would it became thought at some point and bacteria got in there yeah, it's possible. You know, it's not actually the bacteria that generally is uh, harmful. It's it's the bacterial waste product. The bacteria that's made from the bacteria? Well, it's not the bacteria that's made from the bacteria. It's, it's that as part of their metabolism, their, their poop. Their, Yay, bacteria uh, poop. Now there's a show bacteria title. Bacteria poop generally uh, has, well, it's not, it's not always bad for you either, but uh, it it can have a um, a poisonous effect on you because it, these are things your body generally does not you know have to deal with. Right. Um, in fact, one of the big dangers is if you have bacterial infection, is if you kill off the bacteria too quickly, then you might actually have a secondary uh, toxic shock infection happening. Because your body's not able to flush out all the dead bacteria that's floating around and leaking all kinds of substances. We are interesting creatures. What? We are interesting creatures. Well, we're just bags of mostly water, but yeah, you know, we're just basically we're just uh, little little self-contained swamps. <laughs> that is okay. That's pretty accurate. It's technically accurate. <laughs> need me some good mexican food i went the other day for a nice mexican steak tacos oh yeah i had some really good ta- i had some okay tacos too yesterday but i had some really good tacos the day before i went to the mexican night here at the uh at the, the mexican resort, resort. yeah there are nights that, that aren't mexican do they what else do they do there they're mexican what do you mean well you're like it was mexican night but it's like you're in mexico oh, yeah, mexican they have like themed food night do they have like Ukrainian food night too? Uh, they definitely do not have Ukrainian team night. No. You're like, why not? Russian food? They got you know borscht and vodka. They might, but uh, the the Mexican night, the, the tacos were absolutely fantastic. I've never had tacos like this. They were uh, like uh, pork with cilantro. Oh, and uh, and pineapple. Ooh. Yeah, I've never had pineapple and tacos. I'm going to start doing that in the future, I think, because the pineapple has just the right amount of acidity and sweetness to the pork, and it was just great. Why have I never done this? I have a fresh pineapple in the fridge right now. You're not supposed to keep those in the fridge, dude. Yeah, that'll help you keep them a couple extra days. Mm, you don't want to keep yeah. them more than like four days, though, even refrigerated. I mean, which it's, is my, This was always my question, too. Yeah. Because a fresh pineapple, I was surprised at the short shelf life of these things. Mm-hmm. Cause like, well, yeah, if you're unrefrigerated, which is where they sit in almost every mm-hmm. grocery store. Yep. Unrefrigerated, they last like two to three days. I'm like, are they really just going through and <clears throat> throwing away? If everything? yours lasts two to three days, you're buying some shitty ass cheap pineapple, dude. I mean, that's what they say online that it should last. I'm not saying what I've had last that, but they'd last way longer than that. Uh, they're just like bananas. If you if you get one and you eat it instantly at a store and you didn't like 
squish it to make sure it's soft, it's going to be unpleasant and not sweet. You have to let it kind of ripen when you get it home so that it gets a little softer and it starts to become a little sweeter. Which makes sense. Just like a banana. Which makes absolute sense. But everything that I've read and I went because I'm like, well, how long does this? Because I had one that was, uh, you know, sat around for like a week and it's like, well, how long do pineapples last? I I always assume the same thing that like you're saying here, that's like a banana. But every fucking website was like, oh, yeah, after like three days, it could start to get uh, it could start to go. Yeah, that's bullshit. See, you can't believe anything you find on the Internet. I have one of them. Uh, Why would you? (laughs) <laughs> it's written by chinese bots all of it it uh, on twitter the I whole internet gone. is chinese bots that's all it is i should have gone to twitter to find out twitter is american bots but i've got the uh little ten dollar device that just you put on you cut the top of the pineapple off you put this yeah, thing you in you turn in. it oh yeah. it's beautiful it just comes out with your nice pineapple rinds rounds whatever you want to call them yeah it does suck it out. Here's my problem with it. I've got one of those devices too. Here's my problem with it is it's made for a standard size pineapple. Well, that was my other question. Is like they're all, every fucking pineapple we've had is a pretty much exactly the same size. How does this oh, happen? No, no. I I get ones that are bigger than that. So oh, you like really the big device kind of leaves way too much on the skin. Yeah, that's no good. The other thing wasteful. about it is I don't like the. Uh, ha- I don't know. I, I, I use the old-fashioned method, man. I just, you just chop you off the, uh, the sides. Yeah. Yep, I take a cleaver, and I start trimming the sides to get all the actual little barbs out of it. And then I just slice it up into uh, long slices. Now, if you you could do like an oversized apple core and take the core out of it and then just have the pineapple bit left over. But uh, again, I just don't like the standardization aspect of that because every pineapple is going to be a little different size. And, you know, sometimes if it's sweet, you can get much closer to the core without it tasting like a piece of wood. Right. And it's still juicy and yummy. And then you have a much thinner core. And then the exact same size pineapple, but not as ripe, will have a core that's twice as thick. So I think you just got to, you know, eyeball it. It makes sense. Although you can still, uh, it's so amazing it. how cheap those fucking things are. Given given that they can only grow them in tropical climate. Oh, I know, like two dollars and fifty cents, which is like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because if you watch them grow, I mean, these are, you know, they're not like super fast growing. How long does it take a pineapple to grow? If you know yell out the answer uh yeah i think it's uh i, I want to say it's like three months which i mean i guess isn't bad if you can go through three or four harvests a year keep popping the yeah. pineapples out there well i don't know that it's three or four it may be two um but i i don't think it takes six months for them to grow i think it's about three months uh but they're uh i just feel like they're a lot more than a lot of other fruit. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they are delicious. I mean, although you do have to, it's not like an apple where you can just bite into it and take the skin with you. I mean, hell, we've even learned that lemons, you could use every last little bit of it. Absolutely. Lemons are good for you. The pineapple has a little bit of waste product. I don't think you could do anything with the palms uh, or the the outer. No, no. I have, uh, like, I've made pineapple juice in a juicer um, where I've bare hands. Huh? Not with your bare hands. You just didn't. Make- no, 
Sweet. No, no, no. I've, I, I used to juice a lot, man. I used to juice like tons. But um, what I realized after juicing for a while is that I, I'm getting to, a lot of sugar. Well, yeah, that is that is the that's problem. One the, yeah, it's one of the problems with juicing is that uh, the sugar is concentrated when you're juicing. And you probably technically you, shouldn't be having four pineapples a day. Yeah, well, exactly. And when you're juicing, you do eat about, well, you're drinking it, but you're, you're going to buy about three pounds of fruits and vegetables every day. So you can make about one pound of juice. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, anyway, so I was juicing the pineapple. You could definitely juice the core and get some more juice out of it, but you don't really want to chew on it. No, it's not delicious. No, no, it's, uh, it really isn't. Although it smells good. Pineapples are the best. Mm-hmm. They do smell good. Um, and how do we get on this topic? I don't know. Well, you talked yeah. about Mexican food and then putting pineapples. Well, this on is the a show just like Seinfeld, a yeah. show about nothing. We went to what you were having for dinner and it was the best taco ever. It had pineapple oh, yeah, in it. And I was like, damn, was, yeah. you know, there's people argue big time, bigly, whether people should have pineapple on their pizzas. And I'm like, hey, if you like, oh yeah, it. I had some of that here. I had a pineapple pizza with uh, was it with ham or did you? Yeah, have- uh huh. It was Hawaiian. Because yeah. I, can you mix pineapple with anything else? Because that's always yeah, what can, it seems you to be. Put on anything, man. Well, I mean, you you could, but do you? I mean, do you ever be like, give me a uh, sausage, pepperoni, and pineapple? It seems like, yeah, I don't, I generally do. Interesting. So it's like there's uh, nothing that doesn't mix well with the pineapple. No, I think there are plenty of things that don't mix well with pineapple. I think what doesn't mix well with pineapple is like really starchy stuff. But you have to have fat. Fat mixes well with pineapple, which is why it's usually ham. Ah, that makes sense. it's fatty. So the, the acid and the sugar complements fat really well. Um, but you don't really want to have something that's not fatty but starchy with pineapple. That, that is not going to go well together. Send us your favorite pineapple recipes. Let us know what you use it in. Mm-hmm. And it, it really was the uh, the revelation that you could, and I know you could do it by hand the way you do cutting the pineapple. But at the local Meyer here, when you buy a cored pineapple, and I, hit, I did that a couple of times, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at the pricing. It's like a cored pineapple was much. like five bucks. Yep. And uh, you could just buy a fresh one to core yourself for like yeah. under 250. And I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. that 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 seems obvious, especially when mm-hmm. I saw the device for 9.99 on Amazon. I'm like, "Oh, the core of the thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's genius. And it comes out even, bigly perfect. But, but I don't think it really is even that big a deal. Just do it with a knife. I do have it plenty just, of knives. It takes a little more room. That the benefit of the corer is that you just use one device and, and the messy. skin is left, so yeah. it's sort of self-contained garbage. Well, there, there's, also like, just, there's juice in it then. It's like just drinking pineapple juice directly yeah, out of the carcass. Out of the pineapple. And if you're if you're going to use, if you're going to do double duty with a pineapple, like if you're going to do, you're getting ready for a party, you can, with a coring device, you can make pineapple drinks very easily. Like for people, you know, put a straw in it. And then have people just drink out of the whatever alcohol you're out of the pineapple. You can fit a lot of alcohol in a pineapple. Oh, yeah, presumably a lot of ice in there. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yes. No. Not not just straight 
vodka inside of pineapple. That's a whole different thing there. Just let it suck in that pineapple juice uh-huh. that's left from the uh, the sides of the core. Oh, that would be delicious. And there is quite a bit of juice left. But if you, yeah, if you use that core and then you fill up the pineapple with uh, ice and then you put a little bit of something, something in there, it makes for a nice uh, summertime, very unique drink. I do love me some pineapple. I do not like a tropical climate, though. So it's, you know, it's just one yeah, of the well, oddities. That is kind of a weird thing about you. You like the lemons. You like the pineapples. You don't like the don't like the, the heat. weather. Nope. Uh-huh. And we're finally back into the 50s here, right uh, outside of Chirac yeah. today. So, well, it's cooled off here a bit. I think we're down to the 80s. Oh, wow. How do you even manage that? I mean, after a week here, I kind of got used to it. The thing about that's different between Austin and, and where I'm at is um, uh, the humidity is much higher here because I'm right on the coast. You out there so, in the ocean swimming around? Yeah, so it's like 50% humidity. You on the um, ocean side, the Gulf side, where are you at here? Oh, I'm on the uh, I'm the Sea of Cortez. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now, is is it true there were pictures of you in uh, a Speedo and yeah. a top from uh, an Adidas tracksuit? Oh, totally. On the yeah. beach? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's the way Europeans always go to the beach. Yeah, you don't want, yeah, that that it's not a good mental image. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, the, the other thing about um, being down here is you also realize that... Uh, the the water in the Sea of Cortez or any ocean uh, is kind of salty and sticky. That doesn't sound nice. Well, no, because, you know, you get out and it feels good while you're in it, but you get out and then you, then you need you know, a shower. The sun, the sun dries the water and what's left on your skin is the salt. That's not a good look. So it's so you can't see it, but you can kind of feel it. So. Basically, you where you realize like fuck the beach. I'm going to sit in the pool. So that's mostly what I've been doing is sitting in the pools. Which you know you could do that in the United States. You don't have to go to Mexico to get a pool. Well, I mean, I suppose technically, but if you want that infinity pool with the bright blue water just beyond its rim, you have to go somewhere. You have to go somewhere. Either in Florida. Well, not now. Maybe. Sure. Maybe there's some area. There. There's yeah. plenty of water in Florida. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's about? plenty of water right now. Yeah, I've talked to somebody just recently out of Florida, and apparently it was just not as big a deal as the TV shows make it out to be. Well, it depends where. I mean, Fort Myers was level. There were a lot of other places. You know, it just kind of rolls its way through. And uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it's a different point of view from living in the Midwest, which you have. Yeah, so, tornadoes. We get the tornadoes, but see, when the tornadoes happen, it's usually, I mean, there are every now and then massive tornadoes that just cut mm-hmm. a huge, you know, mile wide swath and go, a, you know, miles. But mm-hmm. that's that's a rarity. Usually a tornado does a little a little damage. It doesn't take out a whole area. Normally it's happened. Yeah. yeah. But it's that different mentality. I was talking to Dame Jennifer of uh, the animated No Agenda fame. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it was only a category one. No big deal when it got to me. And I'm thinking a category one still seems like a pretty big storm. Nah, not really. It's nothing. You can just hand no problem at all. No, I think category one is like 30, about 40 miles an hour. It's nothing. 
I think it's a little higher because we get 30 or 40 miles an hour winds here. Yeah, you do. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not a big deal. Isn't category one like 70, 80 miles an hour plus? No, no, no. I don't think it's that high. Well, now we need the uh, we need uh, the book of knowledge. I can hear you typing. So you're uh, and if so you're, you're wrong, right about that, I am totally typing. <laughs> it's like if you're wrong. Category one hurricane. Let's see what it says. Yeah. Here. What are the uh, stats? What makes for one? Yeah. What makes for 74 miles an hour? There you yeah, go. It's not a big deal. I was yeah. right. You were wrong. No, it was pretty close, though. I mean, 74 miles. We get those winds in Austin all the time. Well, that's Very Austin. Common. Very common. Actually, not in Austin. We got them in Dallas. Austin isn't as windy because it's more hilly, but Dallas, which is completely flat, you get, not only do you get those like 50-plus mile-an-hour winds, but you, they're straight-line winds, meaning they're not gusts at all. It's just like a continuous a wind at the same speed in the same direction for an hour. Like somebody turned out a big, big fan. Or like it opened up a big drain. <laughs> yeah, that's also, yeah, flooding is a problem too then. Yeah. So I, I don't know, whatever. I, I would, I kind of like Florida every time I've been in Florida and I've been there a lot of times and I generally stay in uh, South Beach, but um, uh, I've stayed in Boca too though. But it's, um, I don't mind it at all. I like it. I like the critters running around, all the little lizards and things. Yeah, little geckos just making yeah. their way. Yeah, or or like five-foot-long iguanas and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, oh, with the geckos, I mean, we, every time we were down there, it seems like one, and this was in the Sarasota area, at least every uh-huh. trip, at least once, a, a gecko got into the house and tried to catch one of those things. Yeah. Lots of fun. Well, as long as he doesn't get in your suitcase. Well, yeah, you don't want to bring them home. They don't want to come to Illinois. No, they'll die. This is not the uh-huh. climate they want. No, 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 no. And I've got geckos in Austin. Though. They're, they're not as cool as the Florida one. So. No, uh, why, why is that? I don't know. But they're, well, they're more, you know, like, I think they, they do better when they're in a wet climate like Florida. Which is what I hate is the humidity. Yeah, the humidity. That's why I was going to is that the one thing that, that in Florida gets to you after a while is the, it, it is super humid all the time. So you literally can be in an air conditioned building. You just you know, you got out of the shower, put on some fresh clothes. You you go from the house to the car, 25 feet. Uh-huh. When you get in the car, you're sweating. You're like, what the hell just happened? Like, like, there's zero evaporation happening from your body. So all that sweat that, that happens from just being alive, it just drenches you. That's the, the only real downside, I think, Florida. So if you're sitting on the beach and you're just chilling, I think Florida. I I'm I don't know. I'm trying to decide where I should go on my vacation. You're on vacation right now. I know, but I'm trying to decide where I want to take my next one. Is I do I want to go back to Mexico? Do I want maybe I'll just go to Florida? Yeah, I mean Mexico. You've, it's been too many in a row. You need to mix it up. That's just the second one this year. Why don't you go to Hawaii? Why don't you go to? Oh, I hate Hawaii. Really? You're not? Don't they have uh, pineapples it's and coffee too there? Too long to get there. Everything is overpriced. Well, that's and true. It, there's there's nothing at all in Hawaii that I can't get much faster in the Gulf of Mexico. There you go. It's it's way 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 overrated. Why not go further though? Go to Venezuela. What's wrong with Venezuela? Nothing. I didn't say anything. I'm like go to Venezuela. 
Yeah. I, it might be a fun trip. Go to Chile. Go to South America. Have yourself a time. Well, that's a lot further away. I yeah. mean, there is there there has to be. This is the beauty of what I like about Mexico is how close it is. Well, for you, it's like yeah, right next door. Me. So it's literally a two and a half hour flight. Now, is that there. when you're trying to avoid the authorities too, or is that just a direct commercial flight? I just have direct flight from Austin to Mexico. Okay. You yeah. take your golf stream? <laughs> no, I don't take my golf stream. I don't have a golf stream. You're thinking of Adam, not me. Oh, I was, yeah, I was close. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he'd like a golf stream. Who wouldn't? I wouldn't. Well, because of the cost or just because you don't like the luxury of a personal jet? I, no, I honestly, the, there's certain benefits to a personal jet, but there's also downsides too. What are the downs? I mean, besides paying for it, it's crap. You know, I mean, it's okay. You're not, you don't have as much standing room that I get. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, I, and I would like standing room. Yeah. But commercial airlines, the seats are so damn small that uh, they're not small. They are. Yeah, that's small. They're very small. I don't know. I, I, I feel fine. <laughs> I don't have enough. Well, that's because you're like four foot three. So the leg room is you have perfectly <laughs> fine. I'm like, uh, I, I can't, I don't fit in the seats. And th- that is something that I think that literally you want to oh, talk I about flew, human rights. Uh, speaking of, I totally forgot. So when I flew out here, um, I sat next to uh, a reality TV chick. Really? Yeah. Were they filming anything at this point or just, no. this was your no. downtime? Well, well, I, I don't know what you mean by downtime. Well, I mean, reality TV chicks, usually there's 14 cameras on them at any given time. Oh, no, not a current one, like an ex-reality TV show. Interesting. So she was on uh, that show that was like The Hills or something. I don't know. Yeah, The Hills. Yeah, that was. Uh, have you heard of that? I it have. Was on MTV. I only know of it because it. I was scrolling through a, a torrent site the other day and that series was up and i'm like what the hell yeah. was the hills i remember it kind of i didn't remember anyway, if it was so this this was the cute one from that show like and adrena partridge or something was so it? i had no idea who she is obviously because i don't fucking watch because TV. you don't watch the hills right i have no idea i wouldn't know if it's some current tv show either but as i'm walking through the austin airport i keep seeing people stopping and taking pictures with this chick why would that that'd be even funnier she was like walking right behind you and you're like why are people taking pictures of me? Yeah, no, they're like, she's being nice. She's stopping and, you know, getting selfies with folks. And I see this happen like four or five times. And then I see that, that like, she's coming to the same gate that I am. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And, uh, so then, um, as we're standing there waiting to get in, uh, I said, so what, what's the deal? Why, uh, you know, I don't want to sound rude. I have no idea who you are, but why are people taking pictures? And she's trying to be cute. She's like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I wonder that myself. Why are people taking pictures of me? And then finally she says, well, I used to be on this TV show. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'd never heard of it. And uh, <laughs> we get on the plane. Oh, is that what you Turns just out said? we're, we're like, sitting right next to each other. Nice. I'm just like, I've yeah. never heard of it. You made some like rude comment and then you're sitting next. That would be perfect. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm just like, oh, what? Um, yeah, now, I I sent a picture of her to one of my buddies, and uh, 
He's like, oh, did you get her digits? I'm like, no, dude, she's wearing a ring. I'm like, oh, it says here she just got divorced. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're like, well, what, now, now I know exactly who you are. <laughs> oh, man, it was too funny. Um, so which girl was it? What's her first name? I can't remember. You don't name. even remember. She wow. Was super, she was really cute, but I was, you know. I, I you wasn't going to. You were so impressed you didn't even file away her first name. So if you run it, she's uh, on the return flight. Yeah. You'll be like, hey, you. She's not on the return flight because she was only coming out of here for five days. Allegedly. Maybe she's stalking you now. You don't know. I'm pretty, pretty sure <laughs> she's not stalking me. <laughs> but it was kind of weird how like people always all wanted to get photos with her, and I have no idea who this person well, and you do remember this is just this show is Seinfeld. You remember meeting the model, Jerry on the plane. Hey, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. You are living out your own Jerry Seinfeld fantasies. I've been I've been living out my own Jerry Seinfeld for like 30 years. I, I mentioned <laughs> a long time ago that uh, I had to get royalties out of that thing. Do you have a constant dialogue in your brain that is narrating your life while it goes on around you? I do. <laughs> I've had that forever. Now, see, that is do what you I want. Not? I want. The, I do, but it's like that would be a uh, entertaining yeah. bit of audio. I think. Uh, and having that. Yeah. Having the full gene narration. Um, but you're getting it right now. So why not? How entertained are you? On a scale of one to ten, at least a three. Well, that's not very good. We can probably raise it to a five. Well, that'd be better. I'm guessing that's what uh, Kevin Seifert was thinking when he came in with the one and only five dollar donation for today's show. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed well, value for value, man. You, you get what it's worth. I did notice when uh, sending out these splits for this show, mm-hmm. Planet Rage grumpy old bens which are the shows that i do with somebody else the uh you do a show with somebody else yeah there are three of them and wow. soon, soon to be four but hmm. the uh this, this one i think fell behind because you v- viciously told people not to donate well i i just don't see a point in people donating when right now they have better things to spend their money on like you know food iodine pills going go, this is is this the uh, push for russian apologist prepping <laughs> you want to buy- yes why should they donate to you and they can buy my pills exactly <laughs> sounds fair uh-huh, uh-huh. seems absolutely you're getting fair plenty me. of donations coming in what are you complaining about well i'm not complaining at all i've okay. noticed the uh, the solo shows are still by far making way more than the other ones so i mean solo shows so you're saying you're starting to get more for for uh uh what the hell's your solo show? Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Uh, and the rock and roll are, pre-show. Yeah. But the rock and roll pre-show was the big one, I thought. Yeah. But those are the two solo shows. The solo ones together are definitely uh, in the uh, doing better than any of the others. Mm-hmm. Which just lets me know that uh, everybody likes Larry. A lot of people like Bemrose. And mm-hmm. well, Gene, that's that's the verdict is still out. Yeah, I don't know about that, dude, because it's not the money coming in that determines whether people like money. The way you broke up, the money coming in doesn't determine what? Whether somebody likes the show. What does determine whether they like the show? 
uh, if they keep listening. If they have to keep listening, that's good. They have to go out and tell people about the show. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something I'll tell you one other thing I've noticed is, you know, I used to just post whenever I did Sir Gene Speaks on No Agenda Social. And like I just a post, link to the show. Hey, here's a link to the show. The latest Sir Gene Speaks is up. And occasionally I get a comment or two out of it. But what I've noticed is for the last three or four episodes, instead of putting a link to the current episode, I, I said, screw that. If they want to listen, they should subscribe. So I put a link to the subscribe page. And guess what happens? That helped? Yeah, absolutely. People start subscribing that were not subscribing, but simply just listening. Interesting. Uh-huh. Changing behavior. Right? By just changing the link. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So because you would assume that people would know that it's a podcast. And I know we take way too much for granted that, oh, it's a podcast. Of course you can subscribe. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And you want to do it on a podcasting 2.0 app. Yeah. Because then you know when the shows go live, you'll get a notification. Mm-hmm. New podcast yeah, app. I, I think that the for some people, when I was posting it previously, uh, they um, they would just click listen, listen for however long. I don't know if it was necessarily the whole episode or not. And then forget you exist. And then, yeah. And then uh, that was like, there was no, it was, it was no different than clicking on a link of me posting a YouTube video. doesn't mean that they're going to take any action beyond just clicking play. But as I've been uh, posting the link to the subscription now, even if they're just a little bit curious, they figure, well, okay, so let me subscribe. I'll listen to a little bit. I don't like it. I can unsubscribe. But but there were, I think, clearly people that would have subscribed but didn't because I didn't point them to subscription. You have to ask for the order. It's like the Zig Ziglar method. I guess. Do you wanna, if you want to zig, then you got to zag. Right. Dude, that guy made so much money on those books. That's kind of why he wrote them. <laughs> right you think well why do you write your books then uh not for that reason <laughs> so i found the chick's name so you were you, you were curious who this is this is uh kristen cavallari oh nice cute little blonde right cute little blonde yes exactly so um yeah she was just uh adorable i would say there you go there's the word word for the day the adorable girl sitting next to Jean, born in 1987, which means she's perfect for 35. you. 35. That's right. Well, that's a little old for Way you. too old. Yeah. No, she's, she didn't look bad for her age. Uh, definitely say that. I mean, it helps when you look like a model when you're in your teens. That's true. <laughs> right. age better afterwards. Yeah. Right. No, there's no question. The last thing uh-huh. she was in was The League. That was a great show, The League. Uh, Very funny show. Was it? I don't know. I, I, I looked at her I thing. I hadn't seen a single thing she was in. She was in one episode of The Middle. Yeah. Uh, one episode of CSI New York. Yeah. And was in one episode of Veronica Mars. Who knew? As yeah. an actress. Because otherwise, it's all just. Uh, yeah. And I think she has her own or she had her own. Oh, yeah. Show she, as well. Okay. So this uh, No Agenda Millennial. Mm-hmm. Point, that's right she just got divorced divorced again i'm talking weird because of the dental mm-hmm. she got divorced 
from Jay Cutler recently. So she was married to a football player. She's perfect for it. Oh, is that what it was? I don't even know who that is. You no. don't Jay really Jay Cutler? You nope. don't know Jay Cutler? I don't know. Wow, you are so far out of the things, man. <sighs> yes. My my brain is filled with other types of knowledge. Is <laughs> better knowledge. I mean, I only know because he played for the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. The Bears. The Bears. They always suck. Although they're gonna have a new yeah. stadium coming, so that might be good. But anyway, them. so that was my uh, you know, like finding out after the fact that she's uh, who the hell she is kind of story. Oh, here in uh, in uh, Celeb Wives of Nash- Nashville on uh, Reddit, uh, yeah. Jay Cutler allegedly caught hooking up with his friend's wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she that's right. She, she was uh, coming from Nashville and then flying through Austin, New Mexico. And you didn't offer to take her on a moonlight stroll. Biggest choking piece of shit quarterback ever says no agenda. Millennial. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But at least you enjoyed, uh, at least you got stories out of this trip. One that's good. You got yeah, some relaxation. Got a little bit done. of work done. Not a whole lot. How many chapters of your book did you write? Um, zero. <laughs> what kind of work <laughs> you been doing then? <laughs> I wrote, I spent about 10 hours on the book and I, I, so wait, this no, is like the scene of Jerry. You don't have a George with you to sit there and try to write the script of we have hello or the, that's, the we have the, uh, I, I kind of put together a table of contents in the end, but it took way longer than the shit of, <clears throat> and I will say that, uh, time moves slower when you're not drinking. That would seem obvious. Yes. Yeah, so I was by about seven p.m. at night. I was like, okay, well, I've I've been in the pool, swam a little bit, sat around, did an hour or two of work, uh, probably an hour, and uh, you know, had some food, surfed the web for a few hours. Fuck, I'm out of things to do already. You're like, it's 8.30 now. <laughs> it's, eight, it's not even, it's that. Uh, it's not even 8.30. And I'm like, now what? Do I take a nap? Do I do a little CS and then wake up at 10 p.m.? Well, is this do like a, a resort where night? things are going on 24-7 if you want to go down? Oh, floor? hell no. No, oh, God, no. This is a very relaxed, you just come down here to write your book resort. Gotcha. Yeah. They didn't have fireworks at 10 o'clock every night, though. Oh, well, that's nice. Never got to see him. I'm assuming it's, it's a uh, all you can drink resort that you're not drinking at. So is everybody else it's around not, you it, inebriated? No, it's definitely not an all you can drink resort. In fact, oh, okay, it's a resort where I've been paying like thirty bucks at dinner for uh, iced tea. Oh, damn! Yeah, because it's not it, it. It's not that iced tea is that expensive. It's just that there's no refills. <laughs> oh, so I'm okay. getting like six, seven refills of iced tea, and it's coming out to thirty bucks. Yeah, I, I always hated restaurants like that. Yeah, I hate this is this is one of the things I don't like about Mexico. There was a place here that was a steakhouse that the last time we were in there, and that was one of the reasons it was the last time we were in there, like ten years ago, mm-hmm. was because of that. I don't mind spending fifty or a hundred bucks on a steak. I don't because mm-hmm. I do it like once a year. Mm-hmm. But when then you get the bill and it's like, wait, every iced tea was five bucks. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nuts. 
It's yep. like, you think maybe you could have fit that into your price? It's like, I know I can take five tea bags, throw it into some water at home. That's mm-hmm. going to cost like 15 cents. That's that's it's pure prep. There's they lose more money on water than <laughs> that. I believe it. Oh, uh, so I just and I would ask that. And then the, the glasses are tiny. They're literally like eight well, ounce glasses right. with six ounces of ice. Right. That's the gig. Like, oh, you want a refill, sir? Oh, yes, I do. OK, check. <laughs> yeah. Refill. And yes. It's like you're charging me five bucks for a glass of ice, basically, every time. It's the beer good is cheaper ice. than that, but yes. I don't drink. <laughs> so it's uh, that that has been a point of annoyance for me. I knew this was going to be the case. I was ready for it. So I wasn't like disappointed because I assumed it'd be happening anyway, but it's still annoying as fuck. I'm with you. I don't like overpaying for things I don't have to overpay on. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll be shortly heading back to the Estados Unidos. I will be indeed. Uh, yeah, I've got my uh, coyote uh, waiting for me. So as soon as I <laughs> get okay. back in, it's the fastest, really, it's the fastest way to get back home into Texas is just do a do a, do a coyote trip over the border. Now, is the uh, coyote taking cash or is this where the uh, crate of Adidas comes in handy? <laughs> the crate of Adidas. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they, see, the beautiful thing is, they take the clothes out of the crate of Adidas, and then they use that to ship some more migrants over the border. Mm, is that what they do? I think okay. so. I, I, have a, I have a pretty good grasp of how this all works. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Well, I guess I'll find out exactly how it works. What kind of celebrity will be sitting next to you on the way home? We want to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about that next episode but if you had a hot um, little blonde next to you going out it's going to be like some big burly sweaty guy is going to be next to you on the way back that's already me <laughs> so you are going to sit next to you but it, it could be future you coming to warn you of uh, uh-huh. the impending uh-huh. doom coming could be <laughs> future me <laughs> what would future me say i don't know uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, hey, man, those iodine pills, you got to take them sooner. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be screwed. Uh-huh. Hey, I don't know. Are you really, do you really think Russia's going to nuke somebody at this point? No, U.S. is going to nuke somebody. Oh. And Russia's going to retaliate. No, 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 no. Does the United States nuke somebody and say it was Russia? Yeah, but I mean, it's, I don't care what who says what, but the U.S. is going to nuke first. Absolute guarantee. Well, there is so. precedent, to be fair. Not only is there a president, we have no president right now. Mush brain. Uh, we have a shadow government running things. None of whom were actually elected. True. And um, they're hell bent. Uh, all the neocons and the uh, neolibs are all hell bent on World War Three, uh, uh, not really being real. And they think that they can do literally anything they want with zero consequences. So, I mean, I hate to return back to politics because we're having such a fun time talking about not politic issues. But um, the latest is, I'm sure you've heard that uh, OPEC is going to slash their production, which will raise gas prices. Right. Uh, The U.S. is very mad about it. They're very, very mad and they don't think it's right. But OPEC basically said, fuck you. Uh, And also, in other good news, um, 
now it looks like Indonesia and a couple other countries are joining BRICS. So BRICS is going to be now um, over half the world's population. Is that bad? Well, I don't think it's bad. I'm pretty sure the U.S. government thinks it's horrible. It's it's a continued devaluation of the U.S. dollar. That is not a good thing. And it's being reported in the troll room, and I have confirmed this. Uh, Kristen Cavalieri mm-hmm. was on a four-day detox in Mexico. <laughs> She'd never done it. you think em- I make this shit up? An what emotional and spiritual detox. People are just saying that she went there for a little... Uh, Mm-hmm. I'm going home a different woman, she added. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it was because she met you. I don't know. Probably. You probably had a man. I'll never tell. I'm just looking for the end of the article here where it's like, I sat <laughs> next to a man on a plane that I would like to reconnect with. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess not. She's pick, got pictures no. with some oh, other shoot. guy. So, uh, darn. You, you were so close. So close. So close. But yeah, yeah, the American, uh, the whole system is going downhill. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, that's the thing is is that countries right now that have had no choice last twenty five years um, are starting to realize that oh maybe we're going to a bipolar world after all, uh-huh. and that means like we don't have to you know kneel and and bend over backwards for the U.S. Because the U.S. has no power right now. Well, the U.S., uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. The U.S. has plenty of power right now. But it is definitely losing its standing in the world. And uh, Well, that was intentional. Oh, okay. Well, I think, I mean, I think this was the whole thing. Because when you go to the whole new world order, one world order concept. Mm Mm-hmm. Having the superpowers does not work. So they wanted to bring the United States down to a third world country level. And damn, we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. Um, but th- this whole rhetoric of it's like Putin's isolated. He's, it's, he's against the rest of the world. Uh, no, it's actually the U.S. is getting more and more isolated. Yeah, there's no question. Because the rest of the world, including OPEC, including Saudi Arabia, well, it seems like uh, are making choices that are a lot more pro-Putin than they are pro-United States. Well, yeah, the Saudis and uh, Putin seem to have an understanding, which is going to fuck the United yeah. States beyond yeah. all. And it, I don't know if you heard this too. Now, Elon Musk is getting accused of working for Putin. The only thing that would make sense right now for the United States is start drilling for oil as fast as you can. Hmm get to be back to energy independence and then you can say fuck off to opec you can say fuck off to putin you can say fuck off to the saudis i don't think we're really worried about energy independence i mean if of we, course they're if not they don't want us just, to be they want the right now the current administration yeah. doesn't want us to be energy independent but the only no. way the, the united states becomes successful at this point is to do that but the leadership doesn't want that that's the point yeah i don't think the u.s has leadership right now Nancy Pelosi's just making her $200 million by being in Congress. She's done that her whole life. Uh Uh-huh. Made lots of money being a public servant. Mm Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's aggravating. Well, this is how, uh, you know, this is how revolutions usually start. It is. 
Sometimes they're bloody. Sometimes they're with a stroke of a pen. In this case, yeah. maybe a keyboard. Twitter. Maybe the revolution can happen entirely on Twitter. Oh, yes. That's so <laughs> not going to happen. <clears throat> on nice. Twitter, please. Uh-huh. Now, it's, it, it's a, uh, it is sad to see the U.S. becoming a third world country. Yeah. I would agree. Well, we're certainly nowhere near a third world country right now. The path that we're going down is to become a third world country. It seems that way. And I'm sure we'll be we're, continuing this conversation <laughs> shortly on Grumpy Old Bend, which is coming up live on this stream right after Unrelenting. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we have to get it in before, uh, you know, Adam and Dave come on with podcasting 2.0. I was going to bring uh, Bemrose into the end of this one, but that would have yeah. needed a clean feed. And, uh, you wanted to use Zencaster. Oh, he doesn't know how to use Zencaster? Well, I can't really connect both of those. I was ready for one thing and, and then had to call an audible. Well, why can't you connect him on clean feed? Because we're not on clean feed. Well, you can use both at the same time. I, but I wasn't set up for that. Oh. I was going to use the same clean feed and only have you. Because you're only going to overlap briefly. I mean, you guys can't stand each other. That's why you're never on the same show. You know, why? I, you're like the only person that says that. I swear to God. Well, that's half the fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah apparently. Every am- time he and I have been on, we're like 90% in agreement, and then he's just wrong about 10%. <laughs> Sir Bemrose says, Gene's Audio, a stellar endorsement of Zencaster. Well, it's because he's vacationing in a garbage can today. <laughs> that's why yes. it's a little bit of that. It's that AKA echoing Mexico. Uh-huh. Mexico always sounds like a trash can. <laughs> Looks like one. Uh, oh, Wow, sorry about that. Wow. Anybody, anybody in Mexico. Wow. And if, if there I need really I need one of the great no agenda artists. I mean, we always oh. use the same art for the show. But if somebody could do Gene as Oscar the Grouch in a garbage can in Mexico, that would be great art. Yeah, but you have to send the art in along with a ten dollar donation. Yes. It has to be in an Adidas tracksuit and uh Ray Bands. You gotta look stylish. Mm-hmm. the yeah. banana hammock that's all up to you on what you're comfortable providing banana hammock please. yeah <laughs> what can i say but you'll be back in town then for next week's show yeah i'll be, I'll be back home so we'll do a normal normal type show but i you know i mean i don't think this will sound particularly bad it's just if you want to switch to clean feed that's fine we can switch to clean feed i just want to i've had really good luck with this so We'll have to do some more tests when you're back with the uh, with the Normal real microphone. Setup. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> it, it, now granted, I do a lot more posts than you do, but I, I thought that even with this uh, portable setup here, the uh, the sound quality on Sergene speaks was pretty good. Like you could tell it wasn't my normal mic, but I don't think it was anything that somebody who hadn't heard the show would think oh why is one guy in a good mic and the other guy isn't i guess it depends on what kind of uh filtering because are you still using descript for that i am yeah i think they may do a little filtering on echo and that they do. So their echo cancellation may be pretty i'll i'll listen to part i mean i don't like to but i'll listen to part know, of 13 speaks yeah. well just listen to like 10 minutes of it and see what you think and see how it's because i'd be curious obviously because you have a pretty good ear to see because uh, when I listened to it post-processing, I was like, well, this doesn't sound bad at all. The magic could be done, which is we will try to do the magic here. There are many 
little filters you can throw on these things to make it sound yeah. as good as possible. Isolate the voice to get rid of the little reverberations. Well, and the, and the, this is what I like about using uh, the the current product that we're on. Although I guess Clean Feed Professional version does it too. Is the fact that they record the audio, right. and I'm not having to do all the filtering in real time. So I can just, when I grab the audio files, which incidentally, I don't even have to download from them. It's set up uh, from Zencaster, just dump it into my Dropbox automatically. Hey, the last show I just used, what exactly what went out onto the stream with a little bit of tweak and it, nobody complained. Mm, yeah, but that's, again, this is not like there's a right way and a wrong way to that. No, there's plenty just, of ways. There's different ways to do it, and they're both fine. But Adam doesn't want to do any post-processing. So he, he's very much of that school of you should be able to set it up for a live broadcast to be exactly the way that you want the final sound to be. And you can. Uh, and I, I've always come from the other direction uh, in whatever I've done in the past has always been the raw audio is just raw audio. It's nowhere near the final product. And you go through, you clean it up, you, you smooth it, you get rid of all the ums and the buts and the ahs and all the other garbage <laughs> words that, that are said during the course of the podcast. And then you and sound like NPR. Last time, as much as possible, yeah. Last time that you, uh, I remember, said, well, I've gotten pretty good at not using those words. And I, I ran the filter and I found 400 instances of it. Of which word? So, of the combination of all the garbage words, all the garbage words, but it depends. Could be yeah. used, you know, uh, you, I could just be saying, uh, you could be saying, uh, and that's a garbage word. No, not if it's like, Hey, I went to a uh, carnival, but I it's not going to, those are, that's a different. Ah, uh, it's, it knows the difference. Okay. I'll be working on that. Well, I'm just saying, and I, I do plenty of it. I do less of that than I used to, but I still, I still have quite a few of the garbage words popping up. But that's what adds to the personality rather than it sounding like, hello, you're listening to NPR and we will be discussing a very important topic today with our guest. But that sounds great. Like if you were like that, the whole show, man, <laughs> that would be awesome. People I would, would be, love that in the calls. People would be tuning in left and right. Really? Well, we can play it that way. We'll see how well that works out. Yeah, well, we we definitely both need to be at home in the good setups to do that. Do I have to be? But no, with, I would without love the, to do that. We could try a show in very much a NPR style, a muted NPR style with uh, all the artifacts cut out and everything. Do we have to take out the uh, snarky banter as well? They have snarky banter on NPR, but it has to be accompanied by light laughter. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. It can never be real laughter. No. Has to be the, the light NPR banter laughter. <laughs> and then you move yeah. along. I like it. We can try that. Maybe that is the format we've been missing. Maybe. Maybe that'll generate all kinds of donations too. Well, we hope your travels are safe. Maybe we should do mugs. I mean, that's mugs. what NPR does. That works for them. So does Steven Crowder. $120. Then that's $120. We'll send Since you, you a mug. Great mug. Oh, so it is a donation prize that you can yeah. only get. I've thought about that. Because it has to be something exclusive that cannot just be purchased on our web store. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what Crowder does, right? Like you mentioned, and I think he he's pretty good at that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason. Like all these same 
online stores that let you upload a photo to make your own custom mug. You can do that without making that public. Right. 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 So it's. um, And then you could just ship it directly to the person if you had to. Yeah. From them without having to touch a mug. Yes. I don't want to touch your mug. No. So we could have show branded stuff that people earn as a result of donation. The only thing this adds, and I mean, I know Adam's kind of solved it by saying, you guys do your own math and then you send us the spreadsheet, is the tracking portion. Like, if we say that as soon as we get 120 bucks from you, you get a mug, just like NPR, well, no one's going to send you $120 all at once. I mean, show's just not worth it. So, but over the course of a year, they might send 120 bucks. Possibly. And then they get a free mug. Nothing is free in this world, Gene. Nothing. No, it's totally free, but it costs you $120. Right. Congratulations. Welcome to the math of unrelenting. I I thought you were going to wrap it up right on that point. You know what? I was, and there's something going on in my system that like paused my screen for Uh, a minute, so I better do this. Interesting.